Hi and welcome to the Sunday Lunch Project Manager podcast for Monday the 17th of May 2021, a little late. Uh, this is your host Nigel Creaser and today we are talking to Gerald J. Leonard uh, for the second time, uh, the workplace jazz guy. Hi, just a quick one from me uh, on sponsorship. We don't currently have a sponsor on the show. If anyone is out there who is looking to promote their business, uh, obviously we have a niche of project managers on here. And if you are targeting towards that niche, then please get hold of me. Uh, ping me an email at uh, sundaylunchpm at nigelcreaser.com. In fact, if you wrote anything to nigelcreaser.com, it would come to me. Uh, even right idiot that would be there a um, lot of different options on uh, how we can uh, accommodate you um, just get in touch and I can, I can chat through those with you uh, it would be great to have a sponsor for the show uh, and on with the news going on this week or last couple of weeks I suppose um, I've been uh, not working uh, work I've been off for, for quite, quite a while now um, I kind of alluded to it a little bit on some of the other episodes but not really gone into the deta- any details because I was feeling a little bit um, as if I shouldn't or should or shouldn't and kind of flicking back in two because uh, not looking for any sympathy um, but also want to acknowledge it as well and with it being um, uh, health awareness week last week um, mental health awareness week sorry uh, I I felt I should say something because it's related to mental health Uh, the reason I'm off I'm off with stress from from work at the moment I'm going to be off for another month or so and um, quite surprising um, it jumped up on me uh, from nowhere Um, I didn't realise properly uh, and yeah on the road back to recovery um, but if there's anyone else out there um, who is uh, got their own battle um, I know kind of how you feel every one of us is different in the battles that we have but uh, look after yourself and, and get well um, but I, I felt I needed to say something on the show just to I don't know why it just feels better to and uh, what else has been going on? Book writing, um, the productivity hacks. Shortly, you should see some uh, announcements on the pre-order availability of it uh, for on Kindle. Um, can't do that on um, paperback, unfortunately, at the moment. That'll be out uh, sooner than you think. Uh, I am 80% through the review of the edit, and we'll be hopefully in the next few weeks popping out to my advanced reader team and if you want to be part of that advanced reader team drop me a note advanced reader team at nigelcreaser.com and i'll add you to the list and you'll get an early sight of a uh, initial version of the um book uh, which the only condition being have a read of it and ping me back your thoughts and comments and uh, type of spots that you have and things like that uh podcast wise i've got a few 
in the bag. I've got some really interesting ones coming up as well to interview. So uh, looking really healthy for the uh, future weeks. And uh, yeah, that's really it. Um, Yeah, that's it. So uh, on with the interview. I was looking through the book um, earlier uh-huh. uh, and the bit that I, that I was reading at the time was around the um, uh, the purposeful practice uh, yeah. sort of section. And um, that kind of gives, it, it kind of uh, joins up with that that conversation that you've got there, isn't it, as well? Is, is that, um, well, get you to say it, but my kind of way I interpret it, I do, uh, the oh. thing that caught me, I also was the karate because I do martial arts and they kind of like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just the fact that uh, um, when you are practicing something, whatever it is, right. just practicing it for the sake of practicing it isn't isn't good enough, is it? Right. You've got no. to practice it for a specific reason. Right. And I know I, I, I'm in the last eighteen months. I've been. Um, I've always wanted to play guitar. I've had. A, I've got a guitar there that I've never been able to play properly, and I the best investment I've had in the last 18 months is 20 pounds, uh, sort of I don't know, 15, $16 or whatever it is. Maybe it's about to equal these days. I don't know the exchange rate, <laughs> but um, I bought a small three quarter acoustic guitar. It's from okay. a, from a, from an eBay person. It's a okay. make that no one has ever heard of. I think I've found one page on Google that even has it mentioned. <laughs> and um, it's just this little guitar. And, and I've started messing about with it and learning the odd few chords. Because I'm, I'm in, I said to you earlier, I'm inherently lazy. So uh, going through all the thing of learning all the chords and all that stuff, I've got my, my kids and wife who learn in piano and doing all the scales. Right. And I'm just like, right, strum, strum. Oh, that sounds okay. Strum, strum. All right, I want to play this st- song, right? Find the chords, them are weird. I got a duff finger. I can't play that chord. Right. How do I make it sound? And I just I kind of, what's, what's an easy C or whatever and, and do those sort of things. And one of the best investments of 20 quid I've spent because it's changed my um, sort of relationship with the guitar in that I can yeah. piss, pick it up now and just mess about with it now. Yeah. Um, whereas the only way I could do that normally is if I did it, tuned it to open D and then I could, play it that way but i've, I've discovered right. so much in the last especially with lockdown um that's yeah. I, i've discovered quite a um a, a new a, a reinvigorated love for music if you like that right. I, i've lost over the years of of work and beer and women and family and things like that um where when i was a 20 year old 30 years ago um yeah. being at the next uh uh famous bass player in a band was probably one of the major things I was hoping to be um and we're never good enough to be anything like that but but it, it's funny how um that and what I've been going back around in a very long circle there was that I find myself picking it up and just doing stuff and I kind of yeah. get into the point now where I need to be thinking about what I'm doing right. to be able to improve it to say right I'm doing this because Right. So just on that topic, talking about, do you want to just have a chat about you, how yeah. you see that and how that applies to these, to us getting that, uh, getting in, in the workplace and with improvising in the workplace? Exactly. Well, the whole, the whole you know, the, the whole concept of the improvised framework, it starts off with improving, right? Mm-hmm. It's like improving your skills, but improving them through what I call deliberate practice or what science calls deliberate practice. And in fact, it is a it is a scientific phenomenon that um, experts 
um, the thing that separates a person who becomes an expert is that they go about practicing in a very deliberate way. In other words, you know, whatever they're, wherever they are right now, they start working on material that's a little bit of outside their reach. Hmm. But not so they far. have to yeah. struggle. So it's like every, so if you're working with a, a coach or a teacher, every, you know, every so often, it could be every month or every week or every, you know, two months that you, you know, you, you develop and you grow yourself to a certain point that you can play a, a piece. The, the, the teacher is going to ask you and say, I'm going to introduce you to another piece. And, and it's going to be technically and musically a little bit outside your skill set. Now, if he, if he gave you a piece up here, now that yeah. would be very discouraging. And you'd be like, okay, I'm, this is not going to happen. I'm, I'm never going to be able to do this. But if when one year or within a couple of weeks, you go from here and then you go here and then you go here. And then pretty soon what you find yourself is, you're getting better, you're getting better, you're becoming more accomplished. And now the, 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 the piece of music that he wanted to introduce you to, he can now give you that piece of music. And guess what? It's only a small wrong away from your current skill set compared to maybe a couple of years ago when it was way away, yeah. way out of the waters from where you were. And so that concept in, 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 in music that we use to develop our skills we can use the same concept in business. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a simple, it's like kata. I talk about it in mm. the book, which is like the karate concept of how do you learn the basic principles of karate? And it's that concept of kata that you also, you have, but you also have to kind of fall in love with practicing. And I think that's the, that's the challenge yeah. that most people have to deal with. But here's one thing I discovered, and I talk about it in my TEDx talk. And that is, and if you think about it, it's really true. It's either 95 to 90% of the time, even as a professional musician, if you're working, let's say you're an orchestra or you're working in a, a, a band that's playing five nights a week and you're playing two, three hours a night. When you add up the rest of the time of your week and the rest of the time that you're preparing and doing things, you're spending 90% or 95% of your time practicing or preparing yeah and you're only on stage let's say maybe 10 percent or five percent of the time of your life on stage which means okay great so if you get all your your jollies and your your joy from being on stage and your accolades and your feel goods from being on stage then other enough. times you're kind of struggling yeah it's not but enough if, is it right but if you fall into the mindset of hey i'm gonna i'm gonna love working through the process and developing my skills and practicing and growing, then not only am I enjoying the five to 10% of the time, but I'm also enjoying the 90% of the time where I'm preparing. And what I found is that really good, not only musicians, but athletes, business consultants or business professionals, whatever, whoever, the ones who really become great at what they do, they don't, they don't, they're not in the place where they just love the performance, right? They love the whole process. They love the practice. Yeah. I mean, if you think of, you know, in America, we, you know, we have football and I know in Europe and the rest of the world, you have football and it's yeah. different, different thing. Right. <laughs> but in either case, um, the footballers are only on the, 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 uh, yeah. the field a very small period of time. The rest of their time, 
it's conditioning, it's weight training, it's running, it's all the other stuff that goes into it. And let me tell you, if you don't love all of that other stuff, you're not going to be good on Sundays for now, or you're not going to be good on whatever night that you're going to play soccer and for that period of time. But it's when you're great at the practicing and you change your mindset about practicing and and preparing that you fall in love with the performance. Yeah, that's really interesting because kind of joining there's about four things that popped off on my head there you gotta when you get into the the, the soccer and football thing you've got the the stories of and, and rugby in in the uk you've got the right. story of, yeah. of of um david beckham and of johnny wilkinson uh, okay. too. and and for my welsh friends it was just local recently wales just beat england at, at the rugby over the weekend so um well done wales uh through gritted teeth there um but <laughs> but those both of those two guys I know with the, David Beckham was an incredible free kick taker and right. Johnny Wilkinson kicked England to World Cup uh, glory and um, the time that they would spend kicking the, the rest of the teams would be off the pitch and then they would spend hours ball in the same place same kick ball in the same kick and that and let's say to in order to do that you've kind of got to have that kind of uh, kind of zen like um yeah. ability and just enjoy that every time that you get it just right as you're planning to and enjoy it then not when you right. so and and it becomes i suppose the whole thing then is also and it's one of the things i talked um to my little and about her practice on the piano and i practice with judo as well is that you don't practice till you get it right you practice till you can't get it wrong exactly and that that's 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 where you want to be isn't it and that's where the right. expert is is that the the times that you get it wrong is so rare that right. it's it's not worth bothering about and that's how that's where you've got to get to that point and then with the right. with the from a, the business point there's a podcast i've listened to for i think they're going 15 years now manager tools um out of texas okay. a couple of guys brilliant podcast for anyone's listening um uh i urge everyone i know to listen to it but they are passionate about management and okay. every aspect of management. And I've, I've heard them say about the fact that management and, and successful leadership of teams, most of it is management. And there's the, the bits where you're being able to motivate someone and have a conversation with someone about moving or there at the celebration when you're going in or that cut and thrust where you all got together to try and get that delivery. Yes. that's the those are the kind of like you say they're on stage moments aren't they right the rest of it is have we done that have we checked that have we done this process and, and with management it's like are you okay meeting with the person understanding where they're going developing that person and it's in quotes boring and it's run-of-the-mill type stuff but that's the bedrock as well the, exactly and exactly. you've got if you don't do those bedrock items as, and that's your practice, isn't it, if you like? It is. Ready it really, to be, get yourself in that space. It really is. And it requires, you mentioned something called like, um, like, a, like a flow state that you find yourself in mm. when you're saying you're practicing, right? And, and if you think about it, when you're, when you're really practicing and you get into playing music, you find yourself in, in kind of like this flow state. Yeah. And uh, another thing I found that was really interesting in researching this book was that, um, and, and again, like I said, each section of it, I talk, I have, um, I do talk a little bit about the neuroscience of that particular concept, right? So like for practicing, I talk about the neuroscience of deliberate practice and what does that, what is, 
what does the brain go through and how does the brain operate when we deliberately practice something compared to just practicing something it's yeah. really interesting and so i'll leave it there so you can learn you can check it out yeah. but the other thing that i did learn was that as musicians one of the things that we get as a benefit of being a musician whether you're an amateur or a professional is whole brain integration and what whole brain integration is is when your your brain gets to a point into a flow state in other words it gets to start operating at a point where it's going extremely it's processing very fast but things slow down and if you ever hear a footballer you know definitely i hear it in american football i haven't, I haven't listened to that many i would say soccer or, or rugby interviews but i would i definitely hear it when i hear american footballer who says they came out of college and when they got into the professional game the game was so fast yeah. right because everybody there is like you know extremely quick no matter how big they are whatever but after the second or third year one of the things they always say is the game slowed down mm. well what happened well the game didn't slow down their brains sped up to process so it looks like the game is slowed down that they can kind of now see how everything's happening but their brain is sped up well in the in, through the whole process of performing and practicing music it speeds up our brain and because we're you know we're using the logical side we're trying to figure out where we're putting our fingers at we're looking at the music we're trying to decode what's on the page we're using our right side which is the creative side so now we have both sides of the brain yeah. talking to each other and there's this thing in the middle called the corpus callosum that is like a bunch of fibers that connect the superhighway of the right and left hemisphere and so as you're practicing music your entire both sides of the brains are operating plus they're communicating with each other so even if and so so even if you're an amateur musician you develop the benefit of whole brain integration which means your brain gets used to working at a faster pace but in a calmer manner more efficiently yeah. Now, again, that's what happens to world-class athletes because they've been doing it for so long, they can their brains are now working at a faster pace and yet they they can it slows down so they can really yeah, see switch it on, the whole yeah. field and see things. Well, we can do that in business as well. We can do that with project whatever skill you're going after if you focus on deliberate practice, but also if you, you know, do things like meditation now so so let's say you're not inclined to go and become a musician or you don't want you have no desire to, to become a musician if you just simply practice meditation or guided meditations on a regular basis that will produce the same effect in your brain which is it allows the brain to become more efficient and speed up at the same time slowing down and become more efficient and using the, the its energy and the thought process which i thought was pretty amazing that you know yeah. you could develop that without being a musician or being a world-class athlete simply by meditating yeah i think it's about it's that whole thing isn't it of of te teaching your brain to do it isn't it and exactly you, you using three different tools there to teach it really if you'd like if you've got that the fact that in the the sports arena it's kind of necessity for panic and survival in some ways if you're the quarterback <laughs> yeah you 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 need that whole field to be running really slow don't you in order to be able to have that time to process and decide that, that 300 pound guy coming at you yeah 
Yeah, it's, it, it, survival is what it's done there. Whereas the music, there's a different driver for it. And again, the, Zen, the, the sort of meditation is a different driver. It's, it's funny because yeah. I've never, th- I, I kind of thought about it, but not thought about it before now. But I have, um, as I say, I do judo as, as a martial art. And when I've yeah. competed, when we're training at the club uh, and you do open sparring, you, it, it's just what it is. And it's a bit of a laugh right. and, and, and it's good. And it can be hard. Yeah. But when you're in a competition, um the 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 switch is different it always feels incredibly long that you're on the the mat and then when you go back and watch back a video to see how well you've done and it's 90 seconds and it feels like you've been on there for three quarters of an hour or whatever um you'll get a video of it and it's nothing um whether you win or lose um but also I, i do remember there are a couple of times where i've felt hang on i'm thinking about what I'm going to do next. Yeah. I'm waiting, I'm watching, I'm waiting for someone to do something. So I, I, I and, and then I've done what I was going to do and it's usually come out all right. But, but the, it's not, doesn't happen that often, but occasionally I get that little spark of, obviously in a similar sort of thing where I've, like my brain is operating quicker than, yeah. than real terms. Therefore it feels like everything's slowed down. And yeah. um, you, it's quite, a, it's very surreal feeling I found. Yeah. Because it was one of those ones you sit there going, yeah, I've got loads of time here. Whereas normally I'm going, ah! <laughs> and it's kind of like, it's, 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 it's interesting the way you say it is you get those different ways of getting into that flow state. And I know that, like with you say, um, just messing around, playing with, with the guitar and sit there and you think, oh, how long have I been messing around? And it can yeah. be a long time because you just, I'm just, you're just riffing with it. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a, and I, Go on, sorry, yeah. No, I was just saying, you, you do get lost in it. Yeah. And I find it, um, I find it a very good therapeutic outlet, if you like that. And again, with with the martial arts, and I, I, I've started doing some running, like, uh, and uh, well, I've started, I've been doing some running, and I find all of those sort of things that where you kind of got to focus on the process. Because if yeah. you don't focus on the process, like on the judo mat, you end up on your backside. Yeah. <laughs> um, on, 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 on the guitar, it kind of goes clang, but it's kind of, you know what I mean? You've kind of got those process things that you're working on. Yes. And that's where your focus is rather than something way down, isn't it? You're just what's in front of you at the minute. Where are my fingers going? And in order for it to work, that that singleness of, of focus and, and the meditation, that kind of aligns to that. And it kind of, yeah, I can see how it all intertwines in all those. They're all meditative yeah. activities, aren't they? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's fascinating. Fascinating. Just think, so, so thinking about um, your book, uh, do you, uh-huh. uh, obviously you've got nine steps in there. Do you want to just yeah. quickly briefly say, right, these are the nine steps, have a, a chat on that. And I don't know what your time, no, we've been nearly talking for an hour now. Yeah. I imagine you've yeah, got. Uh, we will land this plane here soon. Here. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, I, I can, I can, I can, I can chat all night, all night if, yeah. for that thing, but I'll probably get, <laughs> get people annoyed in the, in the house, but. <laughs> But yeah, do you want to just well, I, give us a quick... I'll just, I'll just share yeah. about the nine yeah. steps. So basically, the nine steps of the improvised framework are, one, to improve, because, um, and that's where the deliberate practice comes in at. Um, the next thing that you want to do is you want to measure. You want to measure what you're trying to improve, um, because you want to be able to track it. And if you think about it, for bass players, when, you're, when we're playing, um, measuring is, am I on time? Do I, am, mm. do I play on time? Am I on time, like to the rehearsals and everything else? But am I playing on time in the groove, in the pocket, 
Are people going to bop their heads and tap their feet? You know, is it measurable? The next thing is positivity. You know, uh, develop a developing a positive attitude. And how does that impact the team? As I said earlier, um, a lot of my book, I talk about some of the neuroscience and what happens when you're positive and you have a positive conversation, my brain and your brain begins to produce dopamine, serotonin, and and um, and um, and GABA, are, and uh, oxytocin, which are positive neurochemicals, and they're feel-good neurochemicals. So we walk away from the conversation feeling, man, that was a great conversation. But if we're not positive, and it's a negative, and it's a stressful conversation, then your brain, my brain, starts producing cortisol and uh, um, testosterone. We start feeling fight or flight. We start feeling stressed. We end up with a, 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 a you know a pain in our neck, and it's like the the power of conversations and our attitude will determine what type of neurochemicals your brain produces. Yeah, and so knowing that as a project manager, I can produce I can produce positive meetings, or I can I can see if there's someone in a meeting who's negative, how to curtail what they're what's going on and kind of lead it towards more of a positive meeting because I know if I allow that to happen, then it's gonna impact everyone in the room and everybody's gonna walk out feeling tense, frustrated, and they're not gonna feel like this is a great team. But if I can get everybody to be positive, then it's gonna produce the positive things. Then I'll talk about, then we talk about uh, risk to reward, about risk management and how you you do have to take risk, but you have to take calculated risk. And sometimes you have to take risk based on your skill set, the fact that you've practiced, the fact that you you've been doing the work, and you 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 trust your team and yourself, and you're gonna you know you're gonna manage it, but you're gonna put a risk out there and go for it to try something new. You're gonna be open to feedback. You're looking for feedback. You want you know because again, uh, I, I talk about how the highest paid people in the world love feedback. If you think yeah. about it, every person who is at the top of their game in sports, guess one guess one thing they have in common. They all have a coach. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that yeah. it's like, wait a minute, this guy's the best in the world. Why does he need a coach? Because if that coach can help him, be, help him get like a second better, if he can take one stroke off of his game, if he can help him kick the ball a little bit more to the right, that may mean millions of dollars for that athlete. Just by yeah. getting an, an inch, an ounce better, then visualization, visualization, being able to visualize your future, being able to visualize what your team's gonna do, casting a vision for where you want your team to go, but literally spending time, getting your team to spend time thinking, what kind of team do we wanna create? What kind of atmosphere do we wanna create? Visualize it, see it happening. The next thing is being inspired for aspirations. And being inspired is different from aspirations. If I'm inspired, I'm excited about something. If I have an aspiration, I see myself being something that I wasn't before. I wanna grow into something, right? And then the whole idea of what we talked about earlier, which is surrender to support. And then then it, it kind of rounds it out with execution excellence. Just really be able to execute, getting things done, having a process for getting things done. But if you have all these other things in place, then you know the idea of executing in an excellent manner is pretty much in the bag because you, you visualized it, you got, you got the positive attitude, you've been practicing, you've been measuring, you got, you've, you've been priming everything. It's kind of like, you know, it's, that, it's like everything else is that 90% and that 5% is that execution. But if you've been doing all the 90, then the execution is gonna be the easy part. 
Yeah. So that's basically what the book is about. And it's really teaching the concepts and you, it has stories that teach the concepts as well as the processes and some neuroscience that teach the science behind it. But it's basically what are the things that, that these jazz ensembles do to create this amazing music that we can learn and create amazing projects for our clients. Fabulous. That's, the, that's basically the premise of the book. Brilliant. Well, thank you for that. And um, if people want to get hold of it, is it's out. It's out now. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's out. It's uh, it's actually uh, available globally uh, in bookstores, and um, the 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 publisher's website is Business Expert Press, or you can go to the book's website, which is workplace-jazz.com. That's okay. workplace with a dash jazz.com, and you can learn all about the book and endorsements of the book. Um, there's a podcast. There's um there's some music. I've done three singles working oh. with a producer. And so there's some music out there. And uh, there's an e-learning course as well. And uh, and then other information about how to get the book and just some great things that I'm doing with podcasts and, and blogging and some other writing that I'm doing there. So superb. Superb. Excellent. Well, um thank you very much, Gerald, for your time and, and entertaining. I could have uh, geeked out talking music all night and talking uh, with my limited experience and expertise uh, and trying trying to learn from an expert would be fantastic <laughs> again and and following your advice of, of mixing with people who know what they're talking about and know what they're doing um and yeah brilliant thank you very much and, and i hope you can have a wonderful rest of the day whatever you're going to get up to i appreciate it thank you so much thank and, you uh, yes all the best cheers Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview uh, with Gerald and uh, check out his, uh, the links for his website and things like that and, and the book. Um, thank you for listening. I, as ever, um, please uh, share with your friends uh, if you enjoyed the show, social media, if you see any of my ads and stuff on social media, please tick the, the like button if you like it. Uh, it all helps uh, a little bit. If there's other ways you want to help with dropping a, a review on any of the platforms that you um, you frequent would be helpful. Uh, if you want to stick your hand in the pocket, you can throw some cash across a, some Patreon, get me a coffee while I'm recording and stuff, or um, maybe grab one of the books uh, from Amazon. You can also get hold of each of the um, a lot of my interviewees' books, uh, including Gerald's book, uh, via nigelcreaser.com. Uh, and look for the shop and you should be able to find it all there I get a bit of a kickback from any of those ones you buy um, but as ever most important thing if you come back next time and listen so thanks again and have a marvellous rest of your day well it's goodbye from me Nigel Creaser and it's goodbye from him the Sunday Lunch PM goodbye <laughs>